Welcome everyone to the first ever Lillian Osborne High School podcast, The LO Down. Today's episode is brought to you by LOHS TV. My name is Ryan Q, a grade 12 student, and with me are my fellow co-hosts, David Yao and Hanson Shu. We hope everybody is safe and healthy during this pandemic, as we understand this is a tough time, but together we will pull through. David, what do you think? Yes, we certainly will. I hope that everyone is doing well and resting at home. Throughout this podcast, we'll brief over school news and online classes and conduct some juicy interviews with our lovely staff members and even some of our very own legends. And now, on to our first guest of the day, the Student Council President, Lily Yao. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> it's Lily. All right, Lily. So, we're just going to start off your interview with asking the first question being How are you dealing with quarantine? How am I dealing with quarantine? Well, knowing that everyone else is also dealing with, dealing with quarantine makes it a little bit easier for me, but I'm using this time, this free time, to better myself and to socialize online with other people and sort of step outside of my comfort zone while still being in my house 24-7. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I think for me, you know, I've started growing out my beard. Totally <laughs> would not do this if I went to school. Yeah. Because um, it's really patchy, but, you know, now... With Google Hangouts and everything, no one has to know. I can just turn off my camera. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. Like, I shaved half my eyebrow off, but no one knows. So. Yeah, I also yeah. trimmed my hair as well, and no one can <laughs> see. It's on. Yeah, nice, same. Nice. I cut my hair a few okay. weeks back. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay. What are some things you uh, recommend for others at this time? At this time? Um, a lot of people have lots of like anxiety around being alone so i think one of the best things to do is sort of like uh just go and house party or facetime your friends because honestly it can be sort of difficult dealing with this by yourself especially if there is like no one else in the house to talk to like if you're a single child <laughs> ryan but no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding but <laughs> yeah just talking to others is a big thing for me uh that's really important <laughs> Sorry, so i'm uh, moving on uh, so, where do you plan on attending university? I'm starting U of T in the fall, University of Toronto. And uh, is there a reason why you chose U of T over other schools? Yes, I've wanted to go to Toronto since I was in grade six. Um, my sister used to live in Toronto, and I, when, I, when I went to visit her when she was living there, I was completely blown away by the atmosphere there. Um, and I told her that I wanted to move here, and she suggested that I apply to U of T. Um, I'm really excited for what the future has to hold, so hopefully I made the right choice, but, you know, we'll see. If, I mean, there's also, like, a um, bad part of going to U of T, right? You'll, like, you not see your friends anymore, or, like, you see some of them, I guess, but, like, you'll, you'll like, yeah. leave a lot of people yeah, in Edmonton. I will be able to see you guys, for one, which kind of sucks, but I'll be visiting intermittently, so we'll see each other then, which is good. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully um, I make new friends. And what are you planning to major on, just so that everyone knows? Well, my plan right now is economics, but oh, uh, I mean, cool. we'll we'll see. I, I I don't know. I always I always thought I would be doing like something in the math, so maybe finance. But you know, economics still has a pretty big uh, like math component. But statistics. We'll mm -hmm. Yeah, statistics. <laughs> yeah, and I I also think like, you know, I feel like for all grade twelves applying right now, I think really you still do have a lot of time 
Um, you know, some people take gap years, some people change, you know, their entire direction of their careers within their first under, you know, within their undergraduate programs. And so I think um, it's also really important to really take your time and think about it because there really isn't any pressure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Ultimately... Also being comfortable, being comfortable with what you want, because don't just feel like you have to go to like university right off the bat. But also keep in mind, like, would you be someone to take a gap year? Because I know for me, I would never take a gap year just because um, I feel like one year of not being in school would lead to two years and so on and so forth. So just knowing who you are, I guess, which is kind of hard for like, you know, a 17 year old. But yeah, mm -hmm. of course, it's very important to find the subject that interests you the most when you continue your post-secondary studies in order to make sure that in the future you're working on a job that of course you love and would be passionate about mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so with that in mind do you have any advice for any future grade 12 students when applying for university um, um, besides you know the advice that we've already talked about i say best advice for high school right now is to take grade 11 pretty seriously i guess i mean i guess that's what i did and this year has been so much more easier than last year, <laughs> in my opinion, but uh, also have fun because high school you only get once and looking back on it, I, we're, we're basically done high school. Like there's no going back yeah. just because of the quarantine and everything. And so one of my biggest regrets, I guess, is, you know, staying in when I could have been going outside um, and just like not spending more time with my friends. So take high school as like an experience rather yeah. than like a so um, I think that a lot of people know you mostly because of your presidency. Yeah. So um, why did you decide to run for president? Why did I decide to run for president? Well, like why? I was in student council ever since grade 10. And um, um, I think like grade 10 being in student council really helped me like be more interactive with other people just because everyone in student council was pretty awesome. But uh, Ferris was a president in grade 10 and vice president was Mike Zhang. And those two people really like made me smile every single day and they're really funny and really great to be around so i guess they sort of inspired me to be that same person for other people in, in council um, do you have any regrets since it's like you know it takes a long time to do everything you have to plan every event out no regrets at all i think no regrets not even like okay so being president um comparing that to like running for president was two totally different experiences and running for president was like um i think one of the most stressful times of my life, but I would never take it back just because I learned so much from it and I made really cool connections from it too. That's awesome. So I was, you know, just personally, I'm really curious when, mm -hmm. um, whenever teachers do attendance, do you reply with present or do you reply with president? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the funny thing. All right, so my last name is Yao and so is David's. And he, his name in the attendance list comes before mine. So every time we have attendance in class, um, he always says present and then I say here. But then he gets mad at me because he tells me that he said present just so I could say president. Like he sets me up for it. But no, I feel like saying president in class would just sound too pretentious and I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. I mean, like, that's a very modest thing to say. Oh, thanks, it's that you are president. <laughs> oh, David. Yeah, David um, and I are secretly siblings. Okay, so uh, do you have one fond memory of high school that you want to share with us? Wow, I have so many fond memories of high school. Um, let's think. Okay, 
like academically wise or just like you know social wise anything anything okay well i had this huge sleepover last year and you know everyone in this podcast went last year that was like my fondest memory of high school it was so fun so kids have fun with your friends and uh use high school as a way to make lifelong friends Mm -hmm. although (laughs) during this time i'm sure interactions will be different obviously between friends so um just a warning out there you know while also having uh, fun with your friends make sure that it follows you know just the guidelines and regulations Mm -hmm. set out by the government yeah by the way just to clarify i am not related to liao (laughs) even though she just said like two three minutes ago all right david all right all right david but something else that i remember from high school were the amazing events like rockathon and great people that i helped organize um you know as being part of student council but rockathon was like my favorite event of the whole year just because it was a sleepover but at school with all my friends and like everyone that i talked to every single day and it was really crazy seeing everyone in that like delirium that 4 a.m delirium and actually, Ryan, who's in this podcast right now, he cut my hair poorly that day, and it was really funny. It was a whole entire ordeal. Um, and then Hanson, he's also in this podcast. He had to step in. So thanks, thanks to Hanson. Um, I heard that Ryan was yeah, a really good no barber. Ryan's good at cutting men's hair, not women's hair. So if you're a woman, uh, don't seek Ryan. Maybe for other purposes. Yeah, but if you're a man, seek Ryan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And no, you but... probably... I mean, like, to everyone listening, you've probably seen Ryan before here at Lillian Osborne um, by the horseshoe cutting people's hair. Yeah, he cuts hair in the middle of the hallway. You know him. <laughs> yeah, no. he's that guy. What's yeah. wrong? Kind of cool. But also, like, Gravy Bowl, which is in the very beginning of the school year. And uh, every year we have food trucks lined up outside. And it's a great way to just listen to music, eat some food, watch some football. It's a great time. And now, speaking in sort of the same entertainment area, is there any interesting movies that you recommend us to watch? Good movies, music? Well, I've been watching and listening to a lot of that. Um, my favorite movie ever, even like throughout quarantine, is um, Great Gatsby, The Great Gatsby with the with Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> that rendition. Um, uh yeah that's my favorite movie also parasite's pretty good <laughs> um anything quentin tarantino is good except watch at your own risk and it's kind of yeah it's kind of gory so just watch at your own risk um as for music i've just been listening to everything kid Cudi. didn't you say you didn't watch parasite i watched it yesterday <laughs> it was good <laughs> it was very it was kind of creepy but it was good okay so Lily, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be, and why? If I could have lunch with anyone in the world, oh man, I love this question. Wow, thanks for asking me. But um, I think it would have to be you, David. I'm just kidding. No, realistically, it'd have to be Quentin You're Tarantino. Kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry, Quentin Tarantino. I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, no, this guy. I've seen interviews of him, and in every single interview, he's so energetic, so zealous, so passionate about his work. And I think he'd Is be he a great filmmaker? person to be around. Yeah, he's that infamous filmmaker. He's filmed ten classic oh. movies. You know, David's also, also a really good filmmaker. filmmaker. Yeah. David? Being the yeah. film major. Film um, major? <laughs> Aspiring filmmaker. 
David's also very, very passionate in general, just as a person. Yeah, he seems just, like it. He actually models his work. You know, if, if I if I call over Quentin Tarantino and he doesn't show up, I'll just call David next. If okay. I don't show up, are you gonna call Hanson next? Yeah, if you don't show up, then it's Hanson. If Hanson doesn't show up, then it's Ryan. You Ryan? Okay. Anyways. Actually, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And finally, right. um, moving to our last question. Is there any tea that you want to spill about the teachers at Lillian Osborne? Tea? Well, I don't really have tea, but honestly, I think in grade 10 and 11, I sort of took for granted the teachers at Lillian. But being in my last year and everything, um, honestly, the teachers at Lillian, they're more helpful than you think. And they're, they're, they're more willing to help you than you really think. And I think teachers are a really important part of our whole entire, like, education i mean they're there to teach us right um and i think that if you just get wrapped up in not liking teachers and and treating them as the enemy then it's only really hurting yourself right and um this year i have amazing teachers like robertson mr robertson social teacher um miss vinstra math teacher they're amazing miss van lewin all of my teachers are amazing and i and i really think that um they're there for us right and if you think that you know if you treat them as an enemy, then, like, I don't know, like, who is that, like, who is that really hurting, them or you? It's definitely you, and, you know, I don't think they're malicious as we'll to not them. want to teach you. But, yeah, I, I totally agree. The teachers here at Lillian Osborne are so supportive. Um, it's pretty unimaginable how, how much they do for us beyond just yeah. teaching. Yeah, and also, like, I don't really think, I, I, I want to say something, sorry, can I just jump in here? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair for students to sort of uh uh lash on teachers for them just trying to do their job right and if, if uh, you really if you really think that some teachers aren't you know uh catering to your needs then sort of take a step back and sort of really re reevaluate because honestly i think the teachers at lillian are the best and um you know i've been to summer school at ainley i've uh, talked to other teachers through like student senate and everything and they don't compare it to the teachers at lillian at all mm-hmm of course, we appreciate every single staff member at Lillian Osborne greatly for all of the work that they do for us all above and can. beyond teaching as well. I hope all of them can join us in our podcast later. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. uh, thank you so much, Lilia. I think this will conclude your, your interview portion of for this podcast today. Um, we really Did you just call me Liliao? Yeah, I've been listening to lots of music, and you know how like every single rapper has Lil before their like their name, like Lil Wayne, Lil Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Yao. I'm trying to get Lil Yao, you know. That's <laughs> why really can that be smart. me? So I'm really appreciative of you saying Lil Yao instead of Lil Yao. Hmm. Okay. Actually, but then what will David's name be? Like, what will Dave, his rapper Dave name Yao. be? Dave Yao. Dave Yao. I call David David. Dave. Young Sorry. Yao. They call Young me Yao. Dave. Dave once before. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much for, again. For yeah. Thank you for no coming. No problem. No problem. Have a good day. Moving on, our second guest is an awesome teacher from our math department, Miss Veenstra, here to tell you her story of how she became a math teacher and some other interesting stories. Welcome, Miss Veenstra. Well, thanks, guys. How are you doing? We're okay so far. Just a little bored during quarantine. Finding things to do every day is a little tough. Yes, it sure is. Well, this is my first time doing something like this, so 
if I get rambly or I talk too much, just you can feel free to stop me at any time. No worries. Okay. So we would just like to start off with the first question being, how are you coping with quarantine? Um, overall, I would say quite well. Uh, I sort of went from being trapped in a building with 1800 teenagers to being trapped in my house with three. And you think that would be uh, easier, but I'm actually finding it harder. Um, it's really reminded me of why I chose not to homeschool my own children. I'll tell you that much. Um, but basically, you know, right from the beginning of the quarantine, I've made sure to get myself outside every day. I either go for a walk or a run with my dog. And that's actually what's keeping me sane. How are you guys dealing with not seeing your friends? It's, um, okay. it's pretty hard, but like mm -hmm. we have um, apps such as House Party and um, Skype. We can talk to our friends online or even yeah. go on walks with them. Mm -hmm. And in terms of school, you know, I, I find it really interesting that teachers are finding it more difficult because um, at least for me personally, uh, I actually enjoy, you know, being able to listen to class in bed sometimes. Oh, really? Um, hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot easier. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to do your hair and brush your teeth and put on some nice clothes, so that's kind of a plus, hey? Yeah, although, for sure. Although, keep brushing your teeth, because that could have uh, bad consequences. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, Hudson? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about you, David? Oh, yeah, um, I also kind of enjoy online school, just because I don't have to go to school every day. Huh. I have to, like, wake up early, I guess. I can wake up a bit later, and I'll uh from bed, I guess. Mm -hmm. do that, but... Yeah, it's a, it's a little hard to wake up early now, especially with the sleep schedule being pretty bad. Yeah, well, that's good. It sounds like you guys are coping. I think it's also because you're a little bit older and more mature. Uh, I think it's easier, probably easiest on the grade 12s, you know? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So far, since um, a lot, most of our courses are IB, so we mm -hmm. finished a lot of the Alberta curriculum already, so it's a, li a little bit right. of a smaller load. That's right. Mm. Totally. Good. I'm moving. I'm moving on. Why did you decide to become a math teacher? Oh, become a math teacher. Um, that's a bit of a long story. Um, I'll try to give you the shortened version. Um, I definitely never wanted to be a teacher like growing up, like when I was in junior high, high school. Um, I didn't decide this so probably well into my post-secondary journey, I guess. Um, the first thing I did out of high school, like my biggest passion wasn't math, my biggest passion was music. So my first year out of high school, I did a year of music in the States. Uh, I played in an orchestra, I got exposed to what that kind of career. Um, and after about a year of that, I, I knew it wasn't for me. I it was a bit, well, there's lots of reasons for that, but I knew it wasn't something I wanted to do as a career. So then I, uh, in my second year, I decided to do what all the other cool kids were doing. And I went to the U of A and took sciences. I decided to major in biochem, so biochemistry. Oh, but maybe don't tell Mr. Radmanovich that because I don't want to teach biology or chemistry because I don't remember anything from that because as you can imagine, it was, you know, a few years ago. Um, anyways, so yes, uh, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable teaching them. And, and actually, I didn't really enjoy biochemistry as I was going through my degree. Um, it became really apparent that the classes I liked the most and I got the most pleasure from were my math courses. I did better in my math courses than in my bio or chem courses. So then I slowly kind of went towards math. Um, anyways, I guess about halfway through my degree, 
I almost suffered like just from all the stress and everything going on. You guys will see, you'll, you'll probably handle it better than I did. But all the stress and um, all the expectations, I, I had a bit of an anxiety attack actually. I'd almost call it like a breakdown. Um, and my parents were awesome. They just sort of said, take a year off, you know, come back home. My home is Medicine Hat. So I went back home to the metropolis of Medicine Hat, Alberta and took a year off and um, I started looking for a job. And the job I ended up getting um, was in a school and it was a school for kids that um, weren't allowed in any, any other public, like any public school or Catholic school. And most of them had just come out of jail or juvie or whatever you call that. And my job was uh, literally just help them with their math and their science courses. I'm trying to get them through high school. Um, everyone thought I was crazy for taking the job, but it ended up, ended up being probably, I'd say the most informative year of my life, but probably the best year of my life. And it's definitely what made me want to keep doing that and want to be a teacher. So from there, um, yeah, I, I went back after that year and finished my degree as a math major and then did an after degree in education. Yeah, so that's kind of, there's more that went on there, but that's sort of the gist of it, yeah. And now I love it. Yeah, that's really good. Teaching math is definitely rewarding, mm -hmm. especially if you um, like math itself. You want to refresh your memory and uh, get some, some other people. Yes, totally. Yeah, so that's actually really interesting because, um, you know, I'm just wondering, do you think you would then describe like your career uh, discovery to be more linear? Quadratic? Ooh, linear, quadratic, maybe exponential. Um, you know, you know what? I would actually say it's more of a sine, it was more of a sinusoidal curve. And I think you guys have to remember that too. And I, you know, to all grade 12s out there, all high school students, you, you think you know what you want to do and, and you maybe don't like and it's I think the coolest thing about university is you get to take different courses and you get to explore different different things I, I remember taking some philosophy courses and I if there had been jobs at the end I would have like jumped on philosophy because those are probably the fav my favorite courses I took all the way through university um, but you just get to be exposed to so many different things and and just you just need to enjoy it and find out what you're good at and it might end up being like yeah like sinusoidal up and down and confusing but you will figure out what you're good at and what you really like so not linear is what i'm saying did i answer okay. the question yeah <laughs> definitely yeah, not linear. that's awesome yeah all right what questions next miss Mistral, what do you like best about your job oh lots of things um again so i don't ramble on for too long um it's a tough one i would say again i really love the subject that i get to teach i i love math i love teaching math and i actually get a lot of joy out of it um i find that students coming into high school um as you know a lot of them are scared of math or they hate math or they have anxiety around math math anxiety is like a huge thing so i do feel like one of the main one of my main objectives is just to try to get students to learn to like math and experience that same kind of joy and satisfaction from solving problems and and that whole process um I certainly don't always succeed at doing this but that's my goal like i i, I just want them to enjoy my class obscure pleasure in it like I do um, I also love getting to know the kids in my classes um, teenagers are so interesting and fun and they understand my sarcasm so uh, I think it's a good fit for me um, I just wish in all honesty I wish classes could be smaller because the best part about the job is um, relationship building and getting to know kids and if classes were smaller that would be 
like even so much more easy. That's not very good English, but so much easier. There we go to do. Um, so yeah, that's the only thing I, if I could change one thing, instead of having classes of 35 to 40, I would love to have classes of 25 to 30. And I'm not making a political statement. It's just, that's, it would make a huge difference in how we can do our jobs. Yeah. Did I answer the question? I think so. Yes. For sure. Um, also, okay. um, adding on, a favorite like class to teach, like math 30 or math 20? Um, my favorite class to teach would definitely be calculus. Uh, it's, uh, it's the highest level of math in high school, but it's also, it's the one course where you get a group of students that all like math generally, or else they wouldn't be crazy enough to take it. Um, it's also the it's also a course that's high level math, but no diploma exam at the end. So you don't have that pressure of preparing them for that provincial exam. You get to just enjoy math with them and teach teach them. I get to teach them what I love, and I get to make the final right. So I get I get to give them a final that has covered what I chose to teach in that course. I mean, of course, within the curriculum too. Yeah, definitely math thirty one. You know, math thirty one sometimes just that IB IB aspect, right? There's an IB exam at the end. For, mm -hmm. for some class, it's kind of stressful for all students. Oh, yeah, like 31 IB compared to reg. So I would say, actually, I enjoy teaching. Sorry about this, because I know two of you are in my IB class. I think, Hanson, were you in IB as well? Um, Yeah, that's correct. Right, you were Mrs. Muller's class. So I do enjoy teaching regular 31 more than 31 IB, because in 31 IB, there is a lot of pressure, right? Because of those IB exams in May, it changes the whole... I would say it changes a lot of the tone in the course because I have to push a lot faster and I have to make sure I'm covering so much more material. So 31 regular is my favorite. 31 IB, I guess, would be my second favorite, but you guys made it pretty fantastic this year until we were closed. Yeah, uh, for sure. That sucks. Yeah, that makes sense. It totally sucks. Uh, at least we don't have the IB exam anymore. That's, that's the one plus, <laughs> I guess so, but you've also been preparing for it for the last three years. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely, you know, lots of ups and downs, but I'm sure everyone will definitely come out stronger at the end. Yeah, for sure. Moving forward, um, um, is there any embarrassing teacher stories that you have? Oh, gosh. Um, there's many. Uh, I feel like I do something stupid and embarrassing almost every day, as you probably know. Uh I guess I have a couple. One would be, um, it was my first year at Lillian. Um, I had just kind of gotten hired. It was about maybe halfway into the first year. Um, it, was a, it was a morning I was feeling great. I had gone for a run with my dog and I came to work feeling like super athletic. Um, and I was, it was in between classes and I was carrying two binders because at that point I didn't have my own classroom. So I was always like traveling from room to room, which was kind of stressful. So I'm carrying my two binders. I'm feeling super great and athletic after my run. And I see the grand staircase um, and I'm about to go up the grand staircase. And I sort of think, oh, I'm so spry and young and sporty. And I thought I would decide to go up the stairs like you young kids do and like skip a step, right? So I was doing like this hop thing with my binders in my hand, skipping a step. And then all of a sudden a student kind of down on the, on the ground was like, hey, Mrs. Beanstraw. And I turned to the left and I my, the edge of my toe hit the, one of the steps and I literally fell like up the stairs, if you've ever seen that in action, fell up the stairs, my binders went flying. Uh, one of them opened and papers went everywhere was totally embarrassing and every was, I felt like the whole school stopped and everybody was staring at me. 
Um, the cool thing was though is is uh, Os Osborne kids like they are. They came like a bunch of kids came over and helped. Uh, a couple young gentlemen helped me up off the stairs, and another couple kids were putting my oh. binder together, putting everything back in. Other that, or they were trying to take pictures of the answer keys of the tests that were in there. Um, but anyways, I was really impressed with the reaction. But yeah, it was it was really awkward and you know one of those embarrassing moments. Um, do you have time for one more? Go ahead. Okay. Um, another one would definitely involve my brother. So my brother is a teacher at Scona High School. He teaches chemistry. And if anybody knows him or has taught with him, he's he's very funny. He's a total joker. And I got to grow I got to grow up with him, being his sister. Of course, he was always always razzing me, always, uh, still to this day, he's always razzing me. Anyways, we happened to get our first jobs at Emmy Lizard High School, like just randomly. Um, we are both on probation, which is, you know, when you're, the school's kind of deciding if they want to keep you. Um, and he had had a meeting that morning. Uh, when you're on probation, you have to meet with the principal quite a bit and discuss your teaching and things like that. So he had had a meeting with the principal and then uh, he called me at lunch and he said, he's like, oh, uh, by the way, she wants to see you, or like principal, I won't say her name, but the principal wants to see you after school. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem, uh, why? And he's like, well, because you and I are new to the school, um, she wants you to give her a bunch, come up with a bunch of things that you've noticed about Emmy Lazert and how the school can be improved and what she could do differently to make the school a better place, right? So I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so I had a prep that afternoon and, and I'm a super like hardworking type A kind of person. So I sit down and I come up with all these proposals for how they could make, how she could make Emmy Lizard a better high school. I had them all written down. The bell rings after school. I run down to the office, making sure I'm not late for my appointment that actually didn't exist. Like this, is, he made this up. She didn't even want to see me. I like plop into the chair in her office and she kind of looks strangely at me, but I'm like, oh, when I get awkward or nervous, I tend to ramble and talk a lot. So I just started talking about all the things that could make the school better and kind of like what she could do differently, right? Um, and she just kind of sat there quietly nodding her head. Uh, and fortunately, after a little while, due to my amazingly keen sense of intuition, I soon realized that, yes, this was another thing that my brother had done to completely embarrass me. So with my face all red and my heart racing I explained to her that my brother had set me up with this with this meeting and we had actually end up being a, a fun meeting and she actually laughed really hard about it and she even liked some of my suggestions so it worked out okay and I, I, I actually passed my probationary year so it worked out okay but yeah he I have lots of stories with teaching with him because uh, he's always been the fun joking hilarious sibling and i've always been more of a serious hard-working type a not very fun sibling so anyways lot, lots of good times sounds like quite an adventure you had oh yes lots of fun well, i can't imagine you know if i if my sister did that to me i'd probably get really mad so oh yeah I... <laughs> I could it could have kiboshed my career really right yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. a risky job yeah yes yeah now I'm moving away from school. Is there anything okay. that you cannot live without? Or three things? You say three things? Or like three or five things that you cannot live without? Things I cannot live without. Um, 
Oh gosh, pretty simple things. Um, one thing I could not live without would be coffee. Um, secondly, I could, so this is, I know they're simple, but they're like so meaningful to me. Uh, a good cup of coffee makes me happier than anything. Um, secondly, uh, sparkling water, as you know, I'm always drinking my bubbly or my sparkling water. If I was stuck on an island somewhere, I would need coffee beans and I would have to quickly become an engineer so I could develop some kind of carbonation process so that I could carbonate all of my water. So I think that's probably the two things. Pretty simple, hey? But like, you notice how you didn't say math? Ooh. Well, <laughs> I couldn't live that without math. This is a joke math. from TikTok. But you can't, you, oh, is it a joke from TikTok? It's just a joke from TikTok. <laughs> oh, I'm not up on my TikTok these days. Yes, yeah, no, sorry. In all seriousness, math really does have some real applications yeah. for sure. And yes. I think when students think that, you know, I shouldn't try hard in math because math doesn't have any purpose in real life, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's just completely wrong. Yes, I agree. As well, um, you spend a lot of time teaching, but mm -hmm. um, is there any like hobbies that you do outside of teaching as well? Oh, life outside of teaching math. Attend math clubs. I attend math lectures. I attend math parties. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I uh, yeah, I spend a lot of time outside, uh, running and walking with my dog. Even in the winter, I love the outdoors. Um, my kids have always been involved in tons of sports and activities. So, for the last 15 years, I've been basically a taxi driver um, for my kids, being really busy. Uh, we do a lot of camping and backpacking in the summers with our family. Um, yeah, I read books. I don't know, not too exciting, but but I do enjoy quite a few things outside of teaching. Yes. Awesome. So speaking of which, mm -hmm. uh, why did your student get mad when you called him average? Oh, Hanson, you're never going to beat me at math riddles. Um, only Mr. Ho can do that. Uh, oh no. <laughs> the student got mad when I called him average because it was mean. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now I have a now I have a few good ones. Ready? Um, let me think. Well, I've got lots, hmm, but I can't ramble. Okay. Here's one. Um, what is a math teacher's favorite kind of tree? Geometry. Yay, David! You killed it. See, there you go. Um, okay. Here's one for you, calculus students. Um, what wild animal is very good at calculus? Okay, I can't wait. Uh, a tangent lion. Oh, oh. I was going to say David. David, is that a wild animal? Yeah. Do you want one more? Sure. Yeah. We could, we could just keep going. This could have been the whole podcast, actually. Um, okay, uh, also, this is sort of calculus-based. Also, this is all the good ones, where all the good ones are. Um, why, should you, why should you never drink alcohol at a math party? Actually, I'd say at any party, but especially a math party. Because you can't drink and derive. Good. Oh, you know that one already. Okay, one more. Um, okay, we have the function e to the x, right? We learned about him in calculus. He's probably like one of the most interesting functions. Um, why does the function e to the x never have fun when he's at a party? Because when he tried to integrate, he always ends up by himself. Ryan, did I tell you that in class? Yeah. Uh, oh, shoot. Remember that okay. Joke? <laughs> you wrecked it, Ryan. That was too quick. Anyways, yeah, uh, there's so many good math jokes out there. Maybe if I fail at being a teacher, I could become a stand-up math comedian, hey? Comedian, that's a funny concept. Yeah.
but I can do it. Hey, come on. Yeah, for be sure. Encouraging, be encouraging. Mm-hmm. For, for sure. sure. You know, especially with this quarantine time, you can start working mm-hmm. on some math right. jokes. <laughs> I can start working on some like stand up routines. Definitely. You started your own YouTube channel. Oh, I could. And now that I'm so good at technology from learning all of it during this quarantine, hey? And as well, um, finally, is there anything you want to say to your current students or your future students before we close off this interview? Oh, gosh. Um, Well, I had a lot of awesome mathletes this semester in my classes. I'm really missing all of them. Um, I miss the dynamics in the classroom. I find it really hard. I'm teaching on an iPad. I don't have all the these brilliant Osborne students correcting me on my mistakes. So I'm constantly making mistakes in these videos and there's no one there to correct me. So I'm really missing everyone. I'm missing the dynamics and the, the fun we have in class. Um, to all the grads out there, like you guys, I'm so sorry this ha- has happened to you. It's not exactly how you planned your graduation to be. Uh, my son, my oldest son is going through the same thing. So I totally get it. And it, it just sucks. I think it's going to be okay so far because mm-hmm. I checked school zone and there was an actually an announcement about grad that there's going to be an online ceremony and there will also be a phys- physical ceremony being held in the fall when oh, things did are they? Dying down a bit. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Okay, but still not quite the same. You yeah, know, sort it's sort of not, not quite the same. We're so used to the traditional way of doing things, but I think maybe, maybe yeah, maybe it'll even better. Like, who knows? Maybe I should be more positive about it, but I, I'm, I'm a little bit sad because my own I'm not sure what's happening with Amy's haven't heard anything yet anyways um but yeah when all of this is over make sure you guys come back and say a proper goodbye I'm excited to see what all you amazing graduates are going to do with your lives there's some pretty fun spectacular kids that I've taught um especially the graduating class this year like it's going to be cool to see where where you guys go and all the things you do absolutely yeah that's going to conclude the interview so far. Thank you, Ms. Reinster, for your time, and I hope we can see you come back later. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on the show. On the show, I feel like I'm famous. It's been exciting for me. I don't have that much excitement. So, yeah, uh, and you guys take care, and we'll see you after the quarantine's over. All right. Which hopefully will be soon. Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much. We also want to thank all of our listeners, and we hope that you will come back soon for more episodes of the LHS podcast. As well, make sure to search the LO down on Spotify and Apple Music and tune in to next week when we chat about grad 2020 and what it could look like. You don't want to miss it. For the LO down, I'm Ryan Q. David Yao. And I'm Hanson underscore shoe with two U's on Instagram. Hanson, not now. And don't forget to be legendary.